Hello, thanks for listening to the Total Knee Tips and Pearls podcast. This is Adam Rosen, your host. I'm a fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeon who specializes in joint replacement. In these episodes, I'm going to share with you a lot of my tips and tricks and review classic articles and current implant designs. Thanks for tuning in and on with the show. Hello and welcome back to the next episode of the Total Need Tips and Pearls podcast. So in keeping with this uh, this theme, we're going to still talk about some classic articles. So I did pull an article um, that talked about the 100 most classic orthopedic articles of all time. And, you know, they weren't all total joint arthroplasty related, but I did go through and it's a good thing that you should check out um, just to see different articles that are classics in the different subspecialties. And this is one um, that I just thought was really interesting to hear about because it's something that we use on a regular basis. But actually, until I found this study, I didn't understand a lot of the history behind this. So uh, this article was titled, The 45 Degree Posterior Anterior Flexion Weight-Bearing Radiograph of the Knee. And authors being Dr. Thomas Rosenberg, Alani Paulus, Richard Parker, David Coward, Stephen Scott, uh, this was performed in Salt Lake. It was published in uh, the Journal of Bone and Joint Surgery in 1988. So, you're probably all familiar with this now classic Rosenberg view. So the Rosenberg view is a posterior anterior view of the knees with the knees at 45 degrees of flexion. And the patient is standing with the patellas touching the cassette in front of them. The x-ray beam is centered at the inferior pole, the patella aiming up 10 degrees caudad. Um, So what they did is they did a study um, looking at this. They looked at 55 patients uh, that had an operation between 1981 and 1982 Age range was between 19 and 70, and these were patients that had pain for at least six months. Now, they defined major narrowing as two millimeters or more um, narrowing, uh, so less space remaining. And what they looked at is medial and lateral. So what they found was 28 patients that had grade three or four um, changes at the time of surgery. And when they looked at the AP x-ray in these patients, they only found that major narrowing of 25%. However, when they did this 45 degree, this now what we know as the Rosenberg view, 85% showed major narrowing. Now, what about the lateral compartment? So they looked at 10 patients that had lateral compartment disease. These were graded three or four at the time of surgery. And on the AP, it only demonstrated major narrowing in 30%. But when they did the Rosenberg view, it was shown 80% of the time. They had major narrowing. So that's a major important finding. That's why for a lot of us, you know, in my practice, if they're over 50, we're getting a Rosenberg. You know why? A lot of times I see it better um, and they're coming in for weight-bearing x-rays because typically they've had the non-weight-bearing x-rays performed in the ER urgent care by the primary. And instead of shooting the AP, it's not bone on bone. The exam suggestive of arthritis and sending them back to x-ray. We just do all four at the same time, a merchant an APA, a lateral, and a Rosenberg view. Now, back in 1988, what they concluded at the end of their study was it's not advocated for routine use. And I agree, I wouldn't recommend it for routine use, especially in younger patients, but in older patients, um, it is an important adjunct to the other three views that we routinely do. And that's what they said is, you know, they said this was a supplementary study when clinical findings are suggestive 
of articular cartilage degeneration. And those x-ray findings that they saw was um, osteophytes and meniscectomy, a history of ligament reconstruction, history of osteotomy. So um, these things that we're worried about in patients that may have arthritis that you may not see on the standard AP view, uh, this was an important thing to do. Now, in their... Um, a discussion, they also talked about um, two other studies, uh, one by Jones and one by Lotke. And what they noted was um, in Jones's study, he found that patients that were 40 years old and had a degenerative tear of the meniscus, those patients did poorly after partial or total meniscectomy. So I think we know that just older patients in general, if they have a degenerative tear, um, they don't always do well unless they have true mechanical symptoms um, and findings on their exam that are most consistent with an unstable meniscus tear. Lockie also noted that older patients that had preoperative x-rays that were normal actually had a high success rate of 90% after meniscectomy, but if they had radiographic evidence of osteoarthritis, that rate was only 21%. So just, again, even back then, more fuel to the fire that the arthritic knee with a degenerative meniscus tear does not always do well. And usually in hindsight, it's because the pain was due to the arthritis, not necessarily to the MRI finding of the meniscus. But this x-ray really helps confirm because if the AP fools you into believing that they have great joint space, and then you get this Rosenberg view and they have severe narrowing, you have to be very cautious of offering that person a meniscectomy because that extent of arthritis means that they may do poorly. So, um, what they finally concluded with at the very end of this paper is a few, uh, a few lines that I'm going to share with you. So what they said was, quote, the 45-degree posterior-anterior flexion weight-bearing radiograph has the additional advantage of being a so-called notch view. That is, it can demonstrate pathologic conditions involving the intercondylar region of the femur, such as osteophytes, loose bodies, osteochondritis desiccans, and osteonecrosis that might not be seen on the anterior-posterior extension weight-bearing radiograph. And that is a very good and very true statement. So again, once again, if I see patients that you know have symptoms, complaints, and physical exam findings that are consistent with arthritis, and the x-ray, the AP, if that was all they had done, looks fairly benign, the very best next step is to get that Rosenberg view, especially if somebody has findings that are suggestive of SONC, spontaneous osteonecrosis of the knee. Again, this you can sometimes see that and make the diagnosis without having to go to a long test or expensive test such as an MRI. So um, once again, um, this is the, the paper, the classic paper on what we now know as the Rosenberg view. Um, this was the 45-degree posterior-anterior flexion weight-bearing radiograph of the knee, first published 1988, Journal of Bone and Joint Surgery. And I'll put some of those uh, specific details again in the show notes. Thanks again for listening. I'm Adam Rosen. You've been listening to the Total Knee Tips and Pearls podcast. If you haven't subscribed already, please subscribe and share with a friend. And I'll talk to you next time. You've been listening to the Total Knee Tips and Pearls podcast. Make sure that you're subscribed so you'll be notified of future episodes. And please take the time to leave a review. It helps other people like you find the show. Until next time, stay safe.